Perfectionism is a delusion that can rob one of a very successful, enriching life if not careful. April Bryan Hello and welcome to the Elegant Balance Podcast, where we explore how to create a well-balanced life full of simplicity, joy, and beauty. I'm your hostess, Dr. Kaylee Hackney, wife, working mom, and expert in the work-life interface. In this podcast, I'll be sharing the science behind work-life balance, practical tips, and plenty of love and encouragement along the way. My desire is to inspire women to pursue their elegant balance. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. Good morning, everyone. I hope you are all doing well today. I am doing great. I am so enjoying this transition to fall here in Waco, Texas. Now, because it is fall, it has only transitioned from 90 to down to 80s, but it still feels nice to see the seasons change. And it definitely helps um, the fact that there is like pumpkin spice everything, everywhere. So this past month, we have been digging into work family guilt. And I have really enjoyed bringing you all along for the ride as I study work family guilt for a research project that I am currently working on. And I hope that you've enjoyed it too. We've discussed what work family guilt is. That was in episode 21. So if you missed it, feel free to go back and check it out. And then we also talked about ways to manage those feelings of guilt last week in episode 22. So today, we are going to discuss something that fuels many of our feelings of guilt, perfectionism. But before I get into the main course of the day, I did want to ask you all a really huge favor. You see, I am trying to grow our Elegant Balance community, and I really need your help. It would mean the world to me if you could go out into Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this show and leave a five-star rating and review. These ratings and reviews help other women find this show. Um, If you've already left a review or for some reason can't figure out how to do it, another way that would be really helpful is just to share this show with your friends who you think might enjoy it. If you share it on Instagram or on Facebook, tag me. I would love to connect with you over there um, as we all pursue our elegant balance together. Thank you in advance. You have no idea how much that truly means to me. Okay, now let's move on into our main course for the day. The desire to achieve excellence in the things that we pursue, such as motherhood, our careers, and our hobbies, is a truly beautiful thing. And it's resulted in some really amazing accomplishments throughout history. Think of all the works of art, the technological advancements, and knowledge that wouldn't exist if someone didn't strive for a standard of excellence. And yet, sometimes this pursuit can be all-encompassing, and some of us hold ourselves to such ridiculously high standards that we could never actually meet. And when we fail to meet those standards, we criticize ourselves for falling short, and we feel guilty about failing. Can you guess who those people are? We are the perfectionists. Yes, me included. And on the one hand, we take pride in being perfectionists. When we lead a project at work or we serve as the, the PTA president at our children's school, we do a really great job. 
We have standards. We value quality. Things need to be just right and we make sure that they are. However, this striving to be perfect is exhausting, especially when things don't go according to our plans. Then we end up engaging in self-criticism and we feel guilty about the fact that we didn't meet our expectations. This drains our resources and leaves us feeling depleted with very little left in our tanks to meet the demands that are at work and at home. A few weeks ago, uh, we discussed how not having the resources to meet all the demands that come your way can lead you to feeling guilty about not being able to meet all the demands, right? And it just makes it harder for us when we are setting these excessively high standards as perfectionists. There is nothing easy or elegant about perfectionism. If anything, we're just making things harder for ourselves. And that goes against everything that we are striving to do here in our Elegant Balance community. So let's discuss what the research says about perfectionism. And then I'm going to leave you with a few practical ways that you can combat your perfectionistic tendencies. Perfectionism is characterized by a desire for flawlessness. Perfectionists want to be, or at least appear to be, perfect. Psychology research tends to view perfectionism as a relatively stable personality trait, and it breaks perfectionism down into two different dimensions, perfectionistic striving and perfectionistic concerns. Perfectionistic striving is characterized by setting and compulsively striving to reach excessively high standards. Can anyone relate to that? I know I certainly can. It is this part of perfectionism that allows us to reach our goals and do such wonderful things like that big project at work or throwing the Pinterest perfect birthday party for our kids. And while some research has shown that perfectionistic striving is linked to positive outcomes like positive affect and life satisfaction, it has also been linked to negative outcomes like worry and, rumina and rumination. On the other hand, perfectionistic concerns is characterized by extreme self-criticism, excessive concerns about making mistakes, and the perception that other people around you demand perfection from you. This is the dark side of perfectionism. You might be pursuing amazing things at work and at home, but the minute you fail, you start the negative self-talk, right? I'm not good enough. I'm a horrible mother. I can never get anything right. Research has linked this type of perfectionism to poor mental health and psychological distress. Even more, a recent meta-analysis, which is a study that combines the results of several other studies, linked parents' perfectionistic concerns to their children's psychological distress. So obviously, perfectionism is something that we need to take seriously and learn how to manage. We want to really harness the strength of our perfectionistic tendencies that allow us to achieve wonderful things, but also make sure that we are not at risk of all these detrimental outcomes that can happen when we fail to meet those crazy high standards. So what do we do about it? We learn to practice self-compassion. Practicing self-compassion has been shown to reduce the detrimental effects of perfectionism. Self-compassion is when we are open and we're moved by our own suffering. 
It's being able to show ourselves care and kindness. It's also taking an understanding and non-judgmental attitude towards our inadequacies and our failures. Doesn't that sound so much better than beating ourselves up and walking around day to day feeling guilty for not measuring up? So some ways that we can incorporate self-compassion and fight against our perfectionism are as follows. First, ask yourself how you would treat your best friend in this situation. If you were hanging out with one of your best mom friends and she confessed that she had had a really rough day and was feeling guilty about yelling at the kids that morning, how would you respond? What if she told you that she felt guilty because she had to go away for a three-day work trip? Chances are you would encourage her. You would tell her that she's not a bad mom just because she got frustrated this morning and that her kids look up to her and that she's being a good role model by diligently doing her job. Next time you feel guilty because you didn't measure up to some ridiculous ideal that you set for yourself, ask yourself how you would respond if you were speaking to your best friend. Secondly, you can evaluate and shift your thoughts. It's really easy for the guilt from failure to escalate into shame. We can quickly go from I can't do enough to I am not enough. Instead of going down that path, we want to intentionally go the other direction, right? If you are a perfectionist and you're feeling guilty, take a moment to examine your thoughts. Instead of accepting the the thought, I can't do enough, as a statement of fact, which might eventually lead you to feeling shame, remind yourself that that is just a thought in your head, not necessarily the concrete truth, and it will soon pass. Thirdly, you can remind yourself that you are not the only one struggling. One aspect of self-compassion is recognizing that our experience is part of the common human experience. Oh, you can't seem to do motherhood perfectly? Neither can any other mom that you see at the playground and the carpool line or at the birthday parties. Reminding ourselves that we are not the only ones feeling guilty about not being able to do it all can be extremely comforting. Fourth, recognize your work family enrichment. As perfectionists, we feel as though we are failing because we can't juggle all the things. One way to combat this is to remind yourself of all the ways your work life enriches your family life and vice versa. If it wasn't for that paycheck, you wouldn't be able to take your kids on that dream family vacation. And managing a household has given you amazing time management and organization skills that you can put to good use at work. And then finally, you can externalize your perfectionistic self. I read about this in an HBR article and I just feel like it sounds like so much fun and just a really interesting way to deal with perfectionism. It suggested that you externalize your perfectionistic self and even give her a name. By externalizing that self-criticism and the accusations of failure, you provide some psychological distance between yourself and those thoughts. Better yet, the article suggested that you really exaggerate the way that she speaks to you. Exaggerating will make her statement seem crazy and help you realize the ridiculous standards that you are holding yourself to. Balancing work and motherhood is difficult but perfectionism just makes it even worse. 
Give yourself grace, lots and lots of grace. We need it, all of us do, especially in the world that we're living in today. And if you feel like you need professional help to manage your anxiety, your guilt, or your distress, please seek it out. There is no shame in reaching out and finding support. I want us to be a community of women who love ourselves fiercely and who are courageous enough to fail boldly and still love ourselves even when we fail. If you take anything away from this episode, remember this, every good endeavor is worthwhile even if it doesn't turn out perfectly. Let's let go of perfectionism together. Have a beautiful, joy-filled week, friends. Thank you so much for listening to the Elegant Balance Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any of our future conversations. Also, it would mean a lot to me if you could leave me a five-star rating and review in iTunes or wherever you're listening to this episode. Thank you, friends, and have a beautiful, joy-filled week.